My name is Sav. I am an intuitive, an astrologer, a tarot reader, and a psychic medium. I have been diving deeply into spirituality for the last six years, studying under a shaman, and I am so grateful to be giving back the knowledge of all that I have learned back to you. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being open and opening up your soul and heart to the possibility and the opportunity of spirituality. I am so excited for this episode today. And I feel like I've said that about every episode, but I really, really am. You know, um, today is really, really special to me because we are going to talk about spirit guides. Okay. So spirit guides, what does that entail? Do I have one? Right. I think a lot of people ask themselves, especially if you have a lot of negative things happen in your life, do I even have guides? Why would they allow these things to happen if I did? Right. Um, angel numbers and different types of animals and angels in general. We're going to dive into all of that. And I am so excited for you. And I'm also going to dive a little bit into my own story and how I met my own spirit guide. And what a very interesting adventure that was, I will tell you guys. (laughs) So I'm so excited for today's episode. Tune on in, get comfortable, and just listen on up. I know a lot of you guys take notes, which makes me so happy. So if you're taking notes, um, get your notebook out and your favorite pen, and let's get started. So I want to start off with my own story of how I met my own spirit guide and how they first presented themselves, because it is such a an unconventional way. I think that a lot of people expect their spirit guide to be really forthcoming and really happy that you're there and just really excited about everything, right? And for me, that was not the case. <laughs> So I'm not going to say my spirit guide's name, but the spirit guide that I met for the very first time, I just, I did a meditation on it. You know, I found a meditation on YouTube and I'm glad to share it with anyone that messages me and wants a copy of it. It's a fantastic meditation that I recommend to everyone first starting in their spiritual journey and trying to talk to their spirit guides. So The meditation makes you put on a cloak of protection and create your own house. It's a very, very safe meditation and makes you feel very comforted and in control of the situation. And so when I first started, I went and I made this beautiful house in my meditation and I unlocked the door and I made the interior look beautiful and all of that stuff. And, um, I then just waited, you know, in that meditation, um, you wait and see if the spirit guides come to your door or if they don't. And when I first started feeling that there was someone coming, I was so excited, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to meet my spirit guides. Yes, I'm so excited. And then um, I opened the door and my spirit guide was like, what am I doing here? Why am I here? And I was like, oh no. (laughs) are you my spirit guide? Are you lost? And um, 
I then invited them into the home and they sat down onto the chair and onto the couch. And they were like, why am I here? Like, I have a lot of things to do. Like, why did you make me come here? I have other things I need to pay attention to. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I just really wanted to connect with you. And he just was really irritated about being there. And he is my favorite spirit guide now. Um, I have several, but he is my favorite. He is my sassy diva spirit guide, and I am obsessed with him. He is so funny. And uh, we have a really, really lovely relationship. And the first interaction really was just the way it was because, you know, there was a lot of things that he does outside of being a spirit guide. But we'll, we'll dive a little bit deeper into that as well. Um, but yeah, no, the interaction was very much like a sassy interaction at first. And then we started talking about my past life and where he actually comes from and why our connection is as special as it is and was honestly a life-changing moment. And I've known of his existence ever since and really, really closely am able to identify when it is him speaking to me or when it is a different guide. Um, so yeah, it's a really, really beautiful connection we have. But boy, oh boy, did it start off sassy and I was not prepared for that. So I'm preparing you guys, okay? So your spirit guide can have a personality, right? So they aren't just love and light and, oh my gosh, I'm so, you know, elated to be here. You know, they also have personality. They also are a different type of person in a way, in some ways, right? And their own experiences and how they are connected to you. And so, depending on who presents themselves to you, um, just be prepared that they are also their own person in a way and have taken a vow to protect you and be there for you and um, whatever that means for you, right? So um, there's a lot of different reasons why we have the spirit guides we have and we're going to dive into that. So there's so many different versions of guides, okay? We have animal guides. We have guides that look like people. We have guides that appear to be angels. Some we can call gods. Some we can call angels. Some elders, ancestors, spirit guides, or even animals. It really is up to you and what feels right for you to call them or what they ask you to call them, okay? So there are many different reasons to why we have the guides we have. Um, so for instance, I can only speak on my behalf. Um, the spirit guide that I have that I just spoke about is with me due to a past life connection. Uh, we had a past life together and this person vowed to be with me and protect me. And that is why they are here now. And so for me, this is a past life connection. And when I do psychic mediumship, it oftentimes is a past life connection with their spirit guides as well. So you have a lot of different kinds of guides that can present themselves. So when you do a meditation, you might have one guide come in, but that might not be your only guide. In most cases, there are several. And so when I do tarot readings or mediumship sessions with people, what I find is that sometimes there is a whole room filled with people that are supporting you in this journey. It's not only one guide. It can be several. It can be animals. It can be people from your past. It can be passed away loved ones. And the, I, that is the one common thing that I have seen for most is that there is usually some person, some 
being, some soul that has passed away that decided to support you and be with you throughout this time period. And so I don't want you to be scared. Um, these, these energies, these ancestors, elderly, spirit guides, whatever you would like to call them, the people and things that support us through our daily journey, they are not meant to hurt you. They are not there to cause you harm. They are not there to frighten you. They are there to protect you. They've been there ever since the beginning of your beginning on this planet and have been protecting you ever since, okay? And so that gut feeling you get, that intuition that you have, those dreams you have, the times where you find yourself having deja vu at times, sometimes those are messages from our spirit guides either warning us or telling us what is going to happen, giving us the answers we were questioning, giving us the answers we were seeking. And so um, one of the big, big, big things that is really important is finding out how to first establish a relationship with them and how to communicate, okay? So what we have is we have a person or a thing or an energy that we've never connected with, right? And they are trying to figure out just as much as you are what the best way is to communicate with you. And so I have a funny story with my spirit guide when we first began um, our communication outside of the meditation. My spirit guide thought it was an amazing idea to do like Morse code through knocking. <laughs> and I think that is probably because of my background and my work that they thought that that would be a great thing. And I just remember waking up to these knocking sounds and all of this like knocking. And I was like, what is this? And I had to speak out loud and say, hey, this doesn't work for me. This does not make me be able to speak to you. It doesn't create a line of communication with me. Please speak to me through my dreams. And that is what we kind of agreed upon was that my spirit guide speaks to me through my dreams or my meditations. And that works amazingly. But through that, you have to realize that this is a very new thing for them. So you have a guide that is trying to communicate to you and doesn't know what works best for you. You are the person that knows best and what works for you. And so a lot of guides will start with angel numbers. And that's what we're going to dive into next is angel numbers, because that is the universal code of what our guides and our angels will speak to us through is angel numbers, because it's something that is a noticing factor. It is something that is based off of numerology. It's where you can communicate so much information without scaring the person because some people aren't ready to meet their guides. Some people are very fearful and are not on that journey yet. So a way for our spirit guides to gently introduce themselves is through angel numbers. And this is the part where your notebook will come in handy, okay? Because what I have done is I've outlined what all of the angel numbers mean and what it is that your angels are trying to communicate with you. This is kind of a really good generalization of what all the angel numbers mean and what your guys are trying to tell you at that moment, okay? So when you see angel numbers, it's a 
moment to pay a little bit closer attention to your surroundings, okay? And your guides are trying to tell you something in that moment. Is it one, one, one? Is it two, two, two? What is it? Um, and so when we see one, 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 this is known as the wishing hour. This is the time when your guides want you to focus on what you want rather than what is in your way. It's moving on and focusing in on the things that are possible for you. The repeating ones often mean that you are manifesting quickly and seek to remind you to be careful what you wish for because you are so powerful. And with the ability to speak things into existence just by voice, just by your abilities, it creates a lot of power and you have to be very careful with that power and know that when you say, I am not capable of doing whatever it is, X, then you are immediately speaking into the universe and saying, I will not be able to do this and I will not do this. And so universe doesn't support you. It doesn't give you that positive energy that you require to actually have that happen for you. And so we go into 222. This means you're worrying over spilled milk. This is literally how I wrote it in my journal because I have my journal open as we read through these numbers. I was literally like, you are worrying over spilled milk. What a like old timey thing to say. I love that. Um, <laughs> and this journal is so old. Oh my gosh. This is really when I first started on my journey. So this is really a good look into my book of shadows, into my own personal practice and um, getting kind of the cliff notes of my own spiritual journey. So I really do hope it helps you. And I do hope it resonates because this is um, this is what I learned, you know, and this is the things these are the things that I still believe in. So um, two, 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 you need to see that the things you are worrying about are in perfect order. So let's let go of all your stress and doubts and just trust the process. Just trust the universe. Um, take that moment to be out of your head. Stop saying negative things and really just allow yourself to fall. Two, 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 I um, associate, and I think a lot of others associate it with the fool card. We have very much, and this is through tarot, the fool card in tarot represents taking that leap of faith, making that jump, allowing yourself to be out of your head and just focus and trust in the universe. It's, it is the one thing that really, really supports the idea of just letting go, just send it, right? I think a lot of people always hear me say that, just send it, okay? What's the worst that could happen? Just jump, allow yourself to fall. Um, and so we go into three, 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 and that symbolizes that all of your guides are surrounding you. You are being divinely supported. They want to reassure you that you are not alone and that they are by your side, protecting and walking next to you. That is the most comforting information I feel as a person. And when we see three, 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 it is very much about just knowing that you're getting this big hug from the universe. You're getting this comfort, the stability, the feeling of being surrounded by people that love you unconditionally. Um, really, really beautiful when you see the three, three, threes. Um, four, 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 we have that um, you are 
This number is letting you know that your guides are walking with you or reminding you that you are a powerful being. This is the number that comes up when you are doubting yourself. 444, you are doubting your ability. You are doubting yourself. Trust that you are supported. Trust that you are capable of doing whatever it is that you set your heart to, your intention to. 555 symbolizes change or a shift in your energy that can bring new opportunity and growth. Be open and aware of these shifts so you do not miss out on any opportunities that are unfolding ahead of you. Get out of your head, okay? Allow yourself to bring in new opportunity, new growth. Allow this message to truly penetrate your soul and recognize how powerful you are. 666, a reflection that you're out of balance and possibly not following your soul's purpose. Very much about you kind of taking the path that is easier instead of the path that is less traveled and is more for you. That is a little bit more difficult, but brings so much more beautiful energy for your life, for the rest of your existence. Um, really, really beautiful. When you see these sixes... It's time to refocus your goals and priorities and check that you're operating from a loving place and not out of greed, jealousy, or fear, okay? Um, 777, this is a high five from your guides, and that's why this episode is called Your Guide 777. I was like, high five, spirit guides. <laughs> it's them saying, dude, you're doing an amazing job. Keep going. They're letting you know that you're on the right path and that you should start to see rewards for doing all the things that you are doing. Um, I know that these are a lot of numbers. We're going up till nine. So um, take your notes. You know, these are really things that are really, really important if you're on the beginning of your spiritual journey, because it's going to allow you to decipher those messages that the universe is trying to communicate to you. And so we have 888. This is letting us know that the worst is over and that you are entering a new chapter in, in your life, a new phase, and that all of these things that have happened, happened for a reason. And this is kind of the sign of saying everything will be okay. I know this is hard, but you are protected. I am here. 999 is the master number and it reflects that you have great skill, talent, or gifts. This is very much when you are going to a job interview or you are doing something that is really outside of your comfort zone, but you know it's right for you. This is like your guide saying, you are the subject matter expert. Keep going. Um, it is your guide's way of letting you know that it's time to share yourself with those around you, share your gifts. And so all of these different numbers, the combination of these numbers, if you see like a six and an eight together, take the information from six, take the information from eight and put those two together. It is the way that your guides speak to you. Sometimes when you have spoken to your guides and the way that your guides you know, the way you want them to communicate to you, sometimes they will still communicate with you through angel numbers. So be open to that, be knowledgeable of it, and allow yourself to really understand the translations behind these messages because you are asking for signs. You are asking for these things and universe is providing. It's just a matter of you paying attention to the signs and seeing them and really being the translator of these things because these are for you, not for anyone else. The universe is making this happen for you. So it's really important to understand these angel numbers when you begin your journey. And so I really want to dive into the different 
types of options you have when you are trying to communicate with your guides. So one of the first practices that I myself picked up was guided meditations. Like I had said, I really, really loved guided meditations because there's so many free ones online. And if you are a person that is wanting to just really get to know them, you know, I definitely think that guided meditations are probably the best way to really start doing that because it's one of the easiest ways that don't require a lot of skill, that don't require any type of real learning. It's just you opening up your heart and allowing yourself to be open to the possibility of meeting them, okay? Um, the one thing I do recommend with that is that when you are doing a guided meditation, please, 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 please cleanse your space. Um, if you are using any type of cleansing products such as incense, such as bundles, whatever resonates with you, please, please, please be um, very diligent about that. And one thing to remember when cleansing your space is cleanse your space, go into the corners of your room, go into the, the bottoms of your room, cleanse the mirrors, cleanse the windows. And once you are done with that, open up the windows um, if you are able to, or fill the space with candle smoke, um, light a candle, light some incense, whatever works for you. Um, light something that fills the room back up because if you imagine it this way, you just cleanse your room from all things, from all negative energy. And it's an empty room now, which means that anything can kind of fill that room if it wanted to. But if you fill it with incense or you fill it with candles um, or even like candle warmers like wax melts, you are filling it with the scent and with the energy that you are intending to have in that space. Okay. So be really, really, really safe throughout this practice. Allow yourself to be in a space where you are protected, where you feel safe and comfortable. Um, I personally love doing guided meditations in the bathtub. That is my happy place. I, if you know me, you know I take like three baths a week. I love taking baths, um, being an empath. It just clears my energy completely. And I just put my head under the water and um, yeah, and I just, I just meditate and I go into a really deep state. So with the guided meditation, allow yourself to be protected. And another thing I recommend is to have some amethyst and some lavender right next to you because those are just going to establish a deeper frequency, a deeper connection with spirit, with the universe, and opening yourself up, opening up that crown chakra like we spoke about last episode and allowing yourself to just be open to the messages that come in and not be so much in your head, okay? Also, really pay attention to like knocks and different kinds of feelings. Don't discredit your experience by bringing, you know, these negative thoughts into the practice, such as this isn't real. No one's going to talk to me. Like, I'm not going to have anyone show up. Like, be really open to it and really positive and Make sure you don't have any earthly distractions such as your phone or any kind of drama in your life right now that is occupying your time and your heart and soul. Really make sure that you are in a position where you are ready to work with your guides, where you are ready to have a relationship with them and embark on a journey of spirituality because there's no real turning back from this. Um, 
once your guides know that you're open to them, they will always be very communicative with you. So be ready. Okay. Do your research. Make sure you are feeling like you are in a position where you are ready to communicate with them. Another thing that if you know me, you know that tarot reading is like my favorite thing to do. I mean, I love astrology. I love birth chart reading. That's like my number one love, but I love doing tarot readings to connect with people. And tarot is such an amazing way to speak to your guides, okay? Um, what I recommend when you first begin your journey of tarot is do readings for yourself. Do readings for yourself, work with the universe, work, work with your guides, whatever feels right for you. And when you then go and do readings for others, please, please, please don't work with your guides on that. Um, work with the universe, work with whatever is somewhat neutral to you and the energetic level. Because working with your own guides, they are not going to have the answers for the other people you are doing readings for. And so work with whatever speaks to you is neutral enough um, to where it would be able to communicate with the other person you are doing a reading for. Another thing I recommend is having a separate deck between your own cards and the cards that you share with others. That is just my personal belief. I know some tarot readers use all decks for all purposes. For me, I love having a separate deck because not only does it feel special to me, but I also feel as though this is just my energy. There is no lingering energy because even after you cleanse things, sometimes it can still feel like there is something else within the deck. And so what I really recommend is just having a separate one for your own practice, allowing yourself to really have your own little slice of home, something that is special to you and where your guides know that you talk to them through, okay? And so that is a really, really different type of setting. Tarot is a beautiful, beautiful practice. And I get a lot of questions and a lot of comments like devil woman and devil worshiper and all of these, you know all of those things, um, a lot on my videos and when I'm going live. And the thing is, it is your choice. Um, if you want to work with angels, work with angels. Um, I have a really, really deep connection with Archangel Michael and I work with Archangel Michael quite a lot in my practices. And so you have a lot of different angels. You can work with, with deities. You can work with, um, you know, spirit guides, your own personal guides with just the universe. There are so many options out there for you. If you are worried about any of those factors, just recognize it's a translation of energy. And it is the translation of energy from either the other person you're doing a reading for or it is the energy from the universe and what they are trying to tell you. It's like a Morse code message almost. I guess that's the word of the day. It's like a Morse code message that brings translation for you. So don't be discouraged if you are someone that, you know, has been told that it is a bad practice or whatever it may be that is holding you back. Don't be scared of it, but also respect it. If it is something that doesn't match your wants and needs, then you don't have to do it at all. But if it is something that interests you, I highly recommend to dive into that. I will also be releasing a tarot class, hopefully within this next month. So hopefully the month of April or May, I will be opening up some classes where I talk about major and minor arcana 
arcana, the different types of tarot cards, what the energy is like for us to really do some readings for one another in the Zoom setting. So stay tuned for that. But if you are just embarking on your tarot journey, some quick tips that I have for you is seek a deck that speaks to you. I know that there's a lot of um, different information out there about how you have to have a tarot deck gifted to you. Um, that is not my personal belief um, because when you have someone else gift you a tarot deck, a little bit of their energy is within that deck and it isn't just fully what resonated with you. I personally will be very, very like diligent and very slow with picking out decks. You, of course, don't have to be. But for me, I really wait until it truly resonates. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy this deck, you know? So there have been decks that have been in my Amazon cart for like a year. And then I order them a year later because I'm like, I really feel like now is the time that this deck speaks to me. So find a deck that just speaks to you that you're immediately drawn to. Just like when you're looking for crystals, you know, go for something that feels right for you that you just have a natural draw to. There might be a sparkle in it. There might be an animal that resonates with you. There's a lot of different things. And so when you first start with your tarot deck, you've got your tarot deck, you're stoked. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to talk to the universe. It's going to be so special. And what I recommend is to put that under your pillow, sleep with it, put it in your purse, put it with your energy where you are at. If you're someone that's on the computer a lot, put it by your computer, somewhere where it's absorbing your personal energy, okay? And once you do that, you're going to get this feeling. You're like, I think I want to do a tarot reading. And so what you do is you open it up and there they are. There's your tarot cards. And I recommend for you to put both of your hands over the tarot deck, put both of your hands over the tarot deck and allow yourself to place your energy within them, place your intent within them. Um, if you want to speak this out loud, if you just want to think about it, um, what I usually say is I want to practice with this tarot deck with the intention of only helping others harm to none, good for all. Um, if I am planning on using it for collective readings, if I'm planning on doing it with personal readings, I might say, I wish to speak to my spirit guides through this deck and receive the messages that I need to hear for my own journey of healing and spirituality. There's a lot of different intentions you can place within your deck, but I highly recommend to do that. Also to cleanse your deck before you even get started with the intentions and to just truly allow your energy to penetrate the cards and then you get started then you shuffle and it feels weird when you first do it with the deck and you're like am i doing this right other readers do it in like a weird fashion i have a friend who like shuffles them upside down and if i would have seen that when i first started my journey i would have been like what the heck how am i supposed to do that um be nice to yourself this this practice is your own Practice the way that feels good for you. If you, and this is how I first did it. I first, because I, I couldn't shuffle to save my life. I laid out all of the cards like super randomly onto like the floor. And I would just hover my, my hands over cards until I felt like a spark or a warmth or something. Okay. A gut feeling of sorts. And then I would pick that card and I would then 
write down the card, look up what it meant. And I would do that for every single card. And then at the end, I would try and code the message, decipher it. What does it mean for me? And from there, that's how I started doing it. And that's how I started learning the cards. And I was able to really start having a deeper relationship and understanding what it is that they mean. And then at some point um, later along the line, you shuffle your cards, you see a card and you're like, oh, I remember this one. This means this and I need to focus on this. And then it's just, you know, second nature at that point. So don't be hard on yourself. Allow yourself to really be gentle with yourself through this process. Allow yourself to be kind to yourself and work with whatever energy resonates for you. Okay. There is no, there is no way of making, you know, this process any more difficult than it has to be. Work with the energy that feels good for you and don't be so hard on yourself. And so one more um, thing that I've used in my past is a crystal pendulum. What is really important with crystal pendulums is recognizing that you program the crystal by letting it know your intent and what you are wanting to get out of this crystal, what it is that you are wanting to see through this. And what I really, really, really recommend is to find a pendulum that resonates with you, um, maybe one that is made out of some crystals that you have felt drawn to. Um, that is a really good way of finding a pendulum that you like. I personally have a tiger's eye pendulum, a, a labradorite pendulum, a clear quartz, and a, a lapis lazuli pendulum. So those are ones that I like to work with. I use them for several different things. Um, but again, one of the really important things while doing this and while doing all things is protecting your space. So just like I said earlier, it is really, really important for you to cleanse the area you are doing this in, ensure that there is no negative energy, but the intended energy you are wanting to communicate with and making sure that there's room for only your energy and the energy you call in. So as you work with a crystal pendulum, the way that you actually make it work is I take the crystal pendulum, I hold it up by the string. Usually at the end, there's an attachment that um, is usually a little bit bigger. Um, you can also hold it whichever way feels good for you. Um, and then call in whatever energy you're wanting to work with. If it's your spirit guides, if it's the universe, if it's your angels, if it is your deity, whatever it is that you are wanting to work with, that is what will feel good for you. And so as you hold this in between your hands, you say, show me yes, and it will spin or shake a certain kind of way. Remember that and then show me no, and it will show whichever way is intended for that. And remember those. Um, I always like to start off by saying, by kind of confirming my caller and saying, am I speaking to my angels, my guides, whatever it is? And either it will go yes or no. And if it says no, then I kind of go down the line and I'm like, well, who am I talking to? And so I'll say, are you this spirit guide? Are you this angel? Is this the universe? Is this my past loved one. Um, there's a lot of different kinds of things to uh, pay attention to at that point. So 
a lot of different things it could be. And hopefully it is something um, due to your cleansing of space, something positive. So just always know sometimes it might not be the one energy you called in. It might be a different one that also has positive intentions, but that just wanted more attention at that point. So sometimes it can be a little bit different, but crystal pendulums are a really great, great way for getting yes or no answers um, to your questions. So you wouldn't ask, you know, is there, am I doing the right thing by going here? And how will I feel about this? You know, that's not a question you would ask. You would ask, am I on the right path? Am I, and, and it's really good to go really specific. So will Johnny and I be together um, until this date? Or will love come into my life? You know, all of these different things, you can ask very specific questions. But also be careful, because sometimes we get answers to our questions that we might not want to hear. So be ready to hear the truth and be ready to receive that information. So if it's something that you are hard set on wanting to hear a yes about and would not be able to handle a no, be, you know, be cautious of that because you might be hearing a no and you might not be ready for that. Okay. So really, truly be gentle with your own energy and allow yourself to be strong and ready to receive whatever message it is that you are seeking. So I really, really, really hope that this helped you. I truly hope that this allows you to open up your mind, open up your heart and soul to your spirit guides, recognizing what the messages mean they are trying to tell you, and also recognizing that this is all like a dating process. You guys are getting to know each other. So communicate and say what works for you. If you want them to send you songs and play music that brings a message for you, then, then that is what works for you. If you want them to contact you through their dreams, through your dreams, that is something to bring in as well. Um, sometimes I have dreams about crystals and I know that my guides know that I love crystals. And so sometimes they'll just pluck some crystals into some dreams and that helps me understand a lot as well. So be very communicative, be very open, but also really, truly put your safety first. Okay. I really, really want to emphasize that cleansing your space and protecting yourself is one of the most important things to do as you open yourself up to the universe, as you open yourself up to your guides and really allow for energy to come into your life. Please be safe and focus on you and allow yourself to be ready to receive the messages. Okay. So if you are not ready to meet your spirit guides, if you have a bunch of drama happening on planet earth, or you are just not in the mental capacity to, um, you know, face shadow work, if that is something that your guides ask you to look into, if you are not ready and not capable of accepting these things, then it might just be not your time yet. You know, there might be a little bit of a waiting phase and that is fine. I also want to say that sometimes our guides don't immediately present themselves. So if you're doing a meditation and they don't immediately present themselves, it's probably because they're suspicious 
or they know that you're not ready yet. So don't, don't be discouraged if it doesn't work out the first time. You might also just have too much of your brain going on and too many things happening. Um, so just be really kind to yourself and uh, turn that brain off if you can. And just be open to receiving the messages that the universe is wanting to give you. Don't be scared. These guides these angels are there to protect you and love you unconditionally the most heartwarming soul warming love you've ever felt in your existence they have um, given up a lot to be here to protect you and be with you and are here for you so don't be scared this is all really true sweet unconditional love and protection and also, always remember to say thank you and realize that they are here for a reason, and that is to protect you and guide you into the right direction. So I truly, truly hope this resonates. I really hope this finds you in good comfort. I hope that those taking notes were able to take amazing notes. And if you are wanting to get a copy of the Spirit Guide Meditation that I have sent to clients and that I have used myself many years ago, I would love to share that just send me a dm on instagram or on tiktok and i will absolutely send that to you and stay tuned for the tarot class that i will be bringing out um, i am currently writing the curriculum up and i want to make sure it's a really great representation of all that i have learned and respectful towards my shaman that has taught me so much about tarot and crystals and truly be the most authentic way of teaching um, that I can possibly offer to you guys. So I am sending you all of the love and light. Have a beautiful week ahead of you. Have a beautiful time in this new airy season. Let that fire shine. Oh my gosh, the opportunities are endless currently with so much energy in your life, with so much career opportunity with Aries. Uh, be bold, be strong, and really put yourself out there, okay? I'm sending you love and light. You've got this, and I will see you next week. Mwah!